This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so thankful that you're joining us. If you're new here, thank you for jumping on. Recently, I was looking at some statistics on this podcast's performance against others that are out in the industry, and I'm so grateful to report that this podcast in its first month is doing three times better than the average podcast. So that's all because of you. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast on social. If you haven't done so, please tell a friend. It would mean the world. I'd love that this podcast continue to grow. Uh, Your support makes that possible. So today's episode, we're going to talk about managing our dreams like in a retirement account. There's actually a really cool through line between how we manage our dreams during different life stages, perhaps, um, and how that's similar to how we manage a retirement account, assuming that we can retire. (laughs) There's a lot of assumptions made in this podcast, and I'll try to call them out as they arise. The agenda for this episode today is I'll share a question that we received from the No Starving Artist community. I'll respond to that question, share reflection questions, And the last section will be a culture resource. As always, I'm here for you as a business consultant and marketing expert. I have years of experience, for those who don't know, working at Google, YouTube, Time Inc., Fortune Magazine, many others, and have made a lot of independent artists and business owners very happy. And I'm happy to be here and providing that same service to you all now on the podcast. Feel free to reach out to me at hello at morebyher.com. Excited to hear from you. So the question I received this week was this. Hi, Anissa. Can I ask your advice? By some weird way of the universe, I have a meeting with an executive at BBC this week after emailing them about projects I'd like to work with them on around mental health and online wellness things for young people. I'm now in a position where I would like to write slash produce content for the project. However, I work for a digital mental health company already, and they probably would be better suited to scale up this project. How can I introduce them to this project, meaning the BBC executive, without negotiating myself out of it? Or should I not mention it to them at all? I love this question because it's so celebratory. It's amazing to be in the position where you have two amazing potential opportunities to make your dreams come to fruition. Nonetheless, when it comes to actually figuring out how to prioritize these decisions, it gets hard. Given that this question was shared to me a while back and it was a bit more of a timely one, I responded directly and my response was, overarchingly around prioritizing the dreams that are our biggest first, right? And it might seem common sense, 
but it's not. It gets really complicated. And as we get older and we gain more obligations in life and maybe you have more dependence on you or different things, I don't truly know all of the the context of your life and what you're experiencing, but I know the classic curve of your life is that you move from a place of having less obligations and maybe less people depending on you to having more obligations and more people depending on you. Maybe you manage a team of people. It just gets harder and harder, most commonly, as I mentioned, over time to figure out how to prioritize our dreams or how to take risks because we want to make sure that we're not dropping the ball, which is incredibly responsible. And so I appreciated that this person was being so mindful of the fact that they were already working at a company and didn't want to burn bridges. That is also so powerful. When it comes to our dreams, I'm going to get into a few details around how to prioritize and manage our dreams the way that we would manage a retirement account. Because the parallels here are really big. Though I'm not a financial advisor, I'm very comfortable sharing the context of overarchingly how it's commonly educated to people on how to invest in their retirement account. So it's commonly shared with people from financial advisors or anyone else. My econ teacher loved to talk about this and I have a whole episode dedicated to this wise person down the line. But generally speaking, how you should invest depends a lot on your age, your portfolio should look different depending on where you are in life, the context of your life, if you're feeling more or less risk averse, if you have dependents, etc. But the general recommendation is that start investing as soon as you can because you'll be able to enjoy the magical power of compounding and I can get into what that means in the future but basically it's how your money accumulates and builds upon itself and the rapid rate almost exponentially it grows if you start investing earlier and it has more time to build on itself and in the same way when it comes to our dreams we are able to make small progress on them now even if it's just a little bit and if you sustainably do that as you get older there's this amazing snowball effect where there's a lot more momentum, it's a lot bigger sphere, and it's rolling down the hill, and that is the thing that you started investing in way back when. The overarching curve that is generally promoted when it comes to any level of investing, especially when it comes to investing for retirement, is to start early. It is to, even if it's a small percentage, put that energy in and become more risk averse over time, assuming that you accumulate all these other dependents and things like that. And our dreams are really similar where there's huge value to starting on your dreams, especially the highest priority ones as soon as possible, doing a little bit, even a little bit of work towards them over time. And that catches up. It really does catch up. And as you get older, you might accumulate a lot more obligations And so what we can always account for is our present. It's really difficult to account for the future, but what we can account for is our present. And so in this present moment, it's always worth doing the evaluation of what your dreams are. If now is the time to approach them, how to prioritize them. And based on our life stage or our expectations around the future and chapters we'd love to have in our life, which ones should we be approaching? 
and when. When it came to the question I received around which opportunity to go for first, whether to pitch a BBC executive or work with our existing company, I said it's worth to really go after the bigger dreams. My default response will usually be that, that it's always worth going for the dream that you would be most excited about. Don't want to live with any sense of, yeah, regret or remorse around not having a tried for an opportunity. And so that was more so where my recommendation was based, but it truly depends on you. You are ultimately the con the one with the context and the expert on your life. And so even if you do have a big opportunity presented to yourself, these upcoming reflection questions will be really helpful in you making the decision. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays, for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. Before diving into our reflection questions, I made the comparison between investing in our dreams and managing our dreams the way I'd recommend or it's commonly recommended managing your retirement account is because with retirement accounts, we're particularly mindful of being more risk averse when we get closer to a certain life stage, when we get closer usually to 55, 60. And so with that in mind, I wanted to briefly share what's commonly recommended externally around investing for retirement and managing your money for retirement. So as I mentioned, you usually start when you're younger and when you're younger, it's recommended that you take more risk, you make higher risk decisions. And so investing mainly in stocks and as you get older, cumulatively through the years, you're recommended to take more money out of stock funds and move those to bonds or other forms. And so some of those forms might be in the form of investing in real estate and actually investing in physical assets. The long short is really aiming to figure out how you can invest and move over your money so it's more stable and you're less likely to use it during your older years when you're not going to be working and hustling as hard. For our reflection questions, we have three sections. What, really, what are your dreams? Two, what is the priority of those dreams? And three, at what life stage does it make sense to approach to those dreams? So going back to the first section of what are your dreams, this is really important when it comes to figuring things out in the first place, really writing down. Have you written down all of your dreams? Really, what are they? What do they look like? And it's hard to put pen to paper sometimes and really see what they look like because then it can become overwhelming as far as, wait, do I have to achieve all of these things? And that's when we move into section two. It's really up to you. The priorities. So what are the priorities of this dream? This is where we get clear. Which of your dreams take the highest priority in your life? Which of these dreams are also high risk and maybe high reward? Which ones of these are high risk and maybe low reward? And of these dreams, once we have the opportunity to really write them down, would there be any of these that you'd be hurt 
to have not completed in your lifetime? Would you get to your deathbed and look back on any of these with deep regret? And if so, that's also a helpful deciding factor in understanding the prioritization of them on, um, yeah, on a list. You can make a list. And obviously this approach is easier said than done. It takes a while to sit down and, and try to understand what one of our dreams are. Some of us just have an ability to focus more on practical opportunities that are presented in front of us. But the dreams are that bigger thing, right? They're not necessarily based on what's currently possible in your life as an option. It's based on our imagination and our ideal vision of the future and the things that we want to create and share in the world. And so it's highly recommended Let me be honest, I highly recommend that you take the time and figure out what some of those things are. Now when it comes to the third section, really around our life stage, is there a certain age at which some of these dreams might be best suited? For instance, would some of these dreams be more aligned with an older age? Maybe one of your dreams was to be a professor. Do you even have the credits or the expertise yet? to be in a position to be a professor, maybe that makes sense later down the road. And so how many doors of opportunity are going to remain open for some of these dreams? Maybe some things are a bit more timely and it might be a position or an opportunity that won't be in existence in the future. There might be an art gallery exhibition that might not be running and not might not be up in the next 10 to 15 years. And so it's always worth thinking about that. And it's always tying back to this third around life stage. We're thinking about if there's other life stages that you'd like to obtain that you haven't yet. For instance, would you be interested in having a family? Do you already have kids? Are your kids set up for the future? Do they have funds where they would be able to achieve some of the opportunities you'd like them to? For instance, for some people that's going to college. It's also worth thinking about, you know, loved ones older people in our lives my mother um, is definitely one that stands out to me and understanding how I can make sure for the next few years I can be in a position to provide for her if there's any health issues etc there's a lot to take into account and so this is a deep diving of sitting down and it really arose for me pretty clearly when it came to me leaving google and a lot of what folks were sharing with me was you know they had a baby on the way and that was a big reason why they weren't open to leaving a current position or their parent recently went into the hospital and has health issues and they know that the path in the future and what's coming is going to be a lot of medical bills and that's definitely makes them more risk averse and so thinking about our level of risk averseness now and making forecasts understanding what predictions around what it could look like in the future can be really helpful in understanding which of our dreams we really want to go for and which of our dreams might get harder and harder over time. So my culture resource for this week is an article from The Balance. Thebalance.com is what you can go to. And the article's name is Here's How You Should Invest at Every Age. 
what your short, what your portfolio should look like at your 30s, 40s, and 50s. And what I appreciate about this article itself is it really gets into the nitty gritty of what the benefits and risks are for these recommendations, right? Because there are trade-offs if you are in a position to be less risk averse your whole life, your whole career, then you can also get high return on those investments, but you also are expending a lot of time and energy, etc. Is it worth it to you? It really depends ultimately on you. But I like the way that they lay out the benefits of starting on our investments early for retirement and their emphasis on obviously determining what your retirement goals are and what you should be striving for. And the whole reason I talk about, obviously, I'm interested in everyone becoming more literate on investing and their retirement in general. But I think it's really important also for the context of our dreams and really understanding during different phases and during different levels of circumstances, how to best think about investing in our dreams and how our energy and our dreams compounds over time. And so it's amazing to see that some of the most successful people have been doing what they were became successful or known for for so long at really gradual levels maybe, but for so long before they really broke. That's the most classic story of success. We love the story of overnight success, but the most common story of success is gradually building upon something over time. And the other thing is the timing factor. It really does come down, and it's so not sexy, but it really does come down to timing. Sometimes you're best suited to pursue certain things during a certain stage of life. Maybe if you have a lot of obligations, it's going to be really difficult for you to put them aside, and maybe it's not worth you putting them aside. Ultimately, the definition of success that I want to be most mindful of promoting is a happy life, right? A happy life that you won't feel regret and remorse around. And when it comes to prioritizing maybe some of our professional dreams over people in our life, we're more likely to regret certain decisions. More often at folks' deathbed, they're more likely to feel nostalgic and reflect on their human connections, the relationships that they had with depth and the people in their life who really they love or were loved by. So based on this article, the same benefits to investing and starting early and building on stuff gradually over time when it comes to our highest dream priorities is that you will can receive millions in, in over decades and there's a lot of return on that investment. When it comes to investing, you will be building the strength of discipline towards always saving, towards always investing. The earlier that you start, it becomes more natural to you. Similarly to your dreams, the more that you're flexing the muscle that are needed and the skills needed to move towards those dreams now, the stronger you're going to become over time. You're only going to self-improve. You're only going to build better. And so figuring out where you're prioritizing your energy and what dreams you're really investing is pretty important. On the con side, it is going to, retirement-wise, cut into your earnings a little bit more, especially when you're younger. And so similarly to our dreams, putting in the time when you're younger is still time away from you socializing, maybe hanging out with friends so much and other things that you could be getting into. And that's a reality to also look at. I love the theory of work-life balance, but there's always trade-offs. We have limited time and energy and the energy that we're putting towards our dreams, especially dreams that are more demanding of us, they, yeah, they have a tax. And another risk is that you might 
feel it's stressful to be in this period of putting so much energy into things. We don't know how long it'll take for us to see the reward on them. Now the ultimate benefit across all of this, and it's worth looking into this article, which I remind you is called Here's How You Should Invest at an Early Age from the Balance. But the biggest return on these investments is the return on the investment, whether it comes to your dreams or it comes to your retirement. If you are striving for one big dream and you're building upon it over so much time, you're likely to achieve that dream. If you're focused on multiple dreams, it lowers obviously a little bit of the probability that you'll achieve those multiple dreams, but it's possible. And so the more and more dreams that you have, it makes the probability of achieving all of those a little less likely, but it still makes it possible if you're putting the energy towards them. And that's the beautiful story of this all is you can have a bunch of dreams and you can have a bunch of desires and determining when is the best time to approach them based on our life stage, what's most feasible based on the trade-offs, then it gets a lot clearer what makes the most sense for you. So I hope you found this episode helpful. Again, our reflection questions were really understanding, one, what what are your dreams? Do you have them all written down? Two, priority. What is the priority of these dreams? Which ones are the high risk, high reward ones? Which ones are lower risk? Um, and then which ones would you be most hurt to not have completed in this lifetime? Three, life stage. Is there a certain age at which some of these dreams or stages are best and most appropriate how could you manage family other dependents other loved ones other debts other taxes other things so definitely do a deep dive on the context of your life and see what works best for you regardless thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode I'm so grateful to be here as a resource as a marketing consultant as a business consultant for you If you have questions, I'd love to hear them. Hello at morebyher.com. As always, please leave a review. Please, please, please tell a friend. Share on social. I can be found at Anissa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at more underscore by underscore her. You are no starving artist. I'm truly grateful to be learning and growing with you. Appreciate you.